0: You're listening to Making a Difference About Domestic Violence and Abuse with host Shereen Rice on the CWR Talk Network. Good evening, this is Shereen Rice of Making a Difference About Domestic Violence. My goal for this show is to educate and help in the healing journey for those that are suffering from domestic abuse. I'm pre-recording tonight so you cannot call in. I actually have a little girls' night. I'm going out with a bunch of friends that I haven't seen in a really long time. So that's what I'll be doing while you're listening to this. (laughs) Okay, if you are listening tonight and would like to get in touch with me, and since you can't get call in, you can email me. And let me give you that email address. Shireen at C-W-R I'm sorry Shireen C-W-R at gmail.com So that's S-H-A-R E-E-N-E C-W-R at gmail.com I would love to hear from you I want to do a shout out tonight To Lori in Salt Lake City Uh, You are amazingly strong And I hope to grow up and be just like you One day Keep the faith sister Uh, You are absolutely amazing And my heart goes out to you During this time I'd like to remind everyone that our show is every Thursday at 6 p.m. Pacific, 7 Mountain, 8 Central Time. Of course, that means 9 Eastern, right? Okay. My show can also be heard on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. If you subscribe to those services, that is. If you don't, you can always uh, click on the link uh, on our cwrtalknetwork.com. And uh, click on the logo for that link, and you'll be able to go straight there, okay? If at any time you experience a trigger by this topic, please call the national hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE, 1-800-799-7233. I don't think tonight um, will be a trigger warning, but maybe it will, so um, just uh, keep close to that. And I'm going to go to a public service announcement. Welcome back to making a difference about domestic violence and abuse with your host, Shereen Rice on the CWR talk network. Okay. Welcome back. Okay. So recently um, I attended a deposition with uh, one of the girls um, that I know and um as you know, I advocate, so I um, went with her because she had no one to go with her um, to be a, an unemotional support. And what I saw, I was actually surprised. Um, so I want to talk about that tonight. Uh, just to share something with you before I get into that. Um, as you know, I'm working on my Ph.D. in psychology. We all know that. So, I, And it's in domestic violence. So, of course, I recognize, you know, someone with personality disorder and a heartbeat i understand i recognize um abuse immediately and um as you know uh, abusers and uh, victims both have their own lingo and um or non-lingo that is and they're easy to identify so um this girl was uh Introduced to me on a couple of years ago, and I was just in shock what she went through, and I won't go to I won't discuss that in detail. Um, but I do want to discuss things about lawyers because I was, um, we haven't discussed that yet. Oh, anyway, so um, one of my areas that I'm really good at because my full-time job for the last 20 years has been special education. And my forte is behavior. So what sometimes I'm asked to do is go into a classroom, watch the students scrutinize, you know, the behaviors and uh, fix the behaviors, which I'm usually able to do successfully. But that being said, so that's kind of what that's actually I didn't go in um, with that idea in mind, uh, but I decided that would be a very good idea. And I'll tell you why. While I was sitting there, um, he didn't, when he found out I was a DV advocate, he did really didn't want me there. Um, let me tell you the setup. This was a lawyer for, she is suing someone, uh, her her abuser. Amen. That needs to happen all the time. Um, her, his, her lawyer couldn't be there. He was on the phone out of Salt Lake. And his lawyer, we went to his office. And um, he had his mother there as well. I'm not sure if she's in the lawsuit or not. But anyway, he had his mother there. So let me tell you how this went down. So this lawyer comes in. He's unhappy that I'm there. And he's about to tell me I can't be there when we both tell him I can. So. He knows that I know that she's the victim. Let's just understand that right up front. And he's not happy. Um, What he does not know is my background. He doesn't know my education level. He doesn't know anything. And a lot of times, advocates are just really nice people who take a 40-hour class and do a phenomenal job advocating for victims. I, on the other hand, I go to court with them. I uh, try to explain what the judge is going to look at. Um, I don't give any legal advice. Um, but I just kind of explain what they're going to go through and how they're going to go through it. And, well, you know, I've never been to a deposition, right? So I, I, I didn't really know what to tell her. But I was there for her. I said, if you need to hold my hand, you can. If you need a hug in the middle, you can get that. Whatever you need, I'm here for you. Uh, but then it became quite evident that a lot of behavioral intimidations um, started immediately. And let me get start with... This lawyer came in to ask her some questions, and um, he brought in another lawyer with him. Okay, so he's already stacking the deck, right? And then the abuser comes in with mom, so deck completely stacked. If I wasn't there, it'd be her and four people who hate her. Well, I'm not saying the lawyers hate her, but they can't like her that are sitting in that room. So shooting darts from the eyes. Anyway, so the the two lawyers are sitting across from her. Uh the um person who's uh is it stenography sitting there typing up everything that's going on is to her right. I'm sorry, to her left on the end of the table. Another across from her but a little bit to the left. I'm sorry, a little bit to the right is the ex mother-in-law and the one all the way at the end of the table, still in view of eyeshot is the X. So that's how this was set up. So as you can tell in the beginning, it's called uh loading. Um, and there's another word for it, um, but it's, it's it's like stacking the deck for intimidation. Um I, when in behavior, I call it loading and something else. But anyway, so that's what was happening. He, he, the lawyer, his lawyer actually was nice until he found out who I was. <laughs> and then he uh, kind of had a demeanor change. He was, wasn't very happy. <sighs> okay. So I went through that. Um, so I identified the seating arrangements. I, um, it was absolutely, oh, It was called teaming. Yeah, I call it teaming or loading, and um, so that's what he did. He teamed her, and what that means is there's a lot of people in there that um, would make her more nervous, and when he would ask her questions, which he asked numerous times in numerous ways uh, that um, – To try to confuse her, though, my favorite part about this was he kept saying, I'm not trying to trick you when all he was doing was trying to trick her and say, that's not what you said. Or, you know, all he wanted was her to say something so that in court he could say, well, that's not what you said in that in that room. I can play it for you. But, you know, he only asked the same question several times. I mean, would he play every version? No. So, yes, he was trying to trick her. Yes, he was trying to um, get her to make an error. There you go. So I said it. So he, um, he actually, uh, she had the same name as someone else. And, um That other person had a lot of things going against them. I guess they had sued several different companies, one being a fast food. And so when he asked her if she sued a fast food company before and she said no, um, I thought that was a weird question. But what he what he didn't know was there was another person, another woman by the same first and last name, surprisingly enough, um, that had been in her state and uh, and several others. And so he kept asking questions that actually pertain to that other person. Uh, he was very badgering. Uh, several times he would make false accusations. Uh, let me give you an example. So he said, so your affair with this older gentleman, and he starts talking about it, and she goes, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, I didn't have an affair with an older gentleman. He's a friend of mine. He's a colleague in in the same profession. Um, we go to dinner from time to time, and that's it. And he goes, well, you didn't have to pay for your teeth, did you? She goes, you know, I was surprised he didn't send me a bill. Um, but maybe it's because we're in the same profession. Maybe it's because we were friends. Uh, maybe it was because we went out to dinner a few times as friends. I don't know. but." Um, Everyone that's listening uh, Me As the advocate I actually know that man And I know him well And I know that she Wouldn't have an affair with him Because he wouldn't have allowed it And I know you're saying Oh it's a guy He would No I know this guy I know him really well He's extraordinarily And I mean extraordinarily religious So um, It was again Something to thwart her to, To get her off kilter to say something, maybe wrong. Um he made really rude comments. One of them was, Well, after you concocted this up, blah, 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 blah. Now he's not there to be making these type of accusations. He's there to get some additional information, not to be making these type of accusations. So he was all over trying to make her um stressed out. Intimidate her Screw her up just so he could say Oh that's not what you said Let me play it for you Um, So it was It it was kind of And I I wasn't allowed to say anything And you know how hard that was So I just kept writing And I kept notes on everything Um, And of course being a behavioral specialist um, That was That was uh, very difficult not to say anything But I did very well. Uh, he also, there are some words that she didn't know, and he he would demand an answer. But you answer this question. I don't know this word in that question, so I'm not answering that question. And he would like, you have to answer the question. She goes, I do not feel comfortable answering a question where there's some words I don't understand. So let's move on. And uh, that just, that really pissed him off. It was hilarious. Okay. Uh, But she, I will say, I was so impressed with this girl. He, (laughs) he, he, he not, he not only did this once, he did, he did all of these, all the, all the way through working to intimidate her, upset her, and, um. And and try to get her off kilter And that's what lawyers I mean, you know, lawyers We all know that they take classes in lying and manipulation I mean, they literally They have to take classes in that Because no one could be that good at lying and manipulation Unless they had a class in it Or they were trained by someone else Anyway So um, the mother-in-law The ex-mom And the ex Kept gasping And and making faces and, um, and and drama off the yinging. Now, and her law- his lawyer did absolutely none of this. Now, her lawyer wouldn't know, right? Because he's on the phone. But her, his lawyer didn't say, you know, we got to keep this on the down low, peeps. He didn't say anything like that. He didn't redirect him. He didn't do anything. So her being under a lot of stress, and the continued drama on my end of the table was uncanny. Anyway, so I she still held it together. I probably would have flipped out by this point, but um, she did very, very well. Um, they didn't do this once. They didn't do this twice. They did it all the way through the whole thing. Um, on two occasions, he did take a, um, a break. And the reason why is because he had a lot of bad information. He didn't know he had bad information or no information or missing documents. I mean, this was one lawyer who really came prepared to a deposition. (laughs) I mean, seriously, why would you go to a deposition unless you weren't 100% prepared, right? Okay. So, though the plaintiff answered the questions, he was not satisfied, and he would ask the same question, like I said, several different times in different ways the entire time. And then, like I said... um, he would always say, I'm not trying to trick you. Oh yeah, he was. Oh yeah, he was. I have not seen anyone in my entire life. He was trying to trick them, her. Trying to trick her. I was um I, I was just in shock. Now, um, she wrote a document. She had to live with the um abuser for a little while longer. And so they forced her, her he and his mother forced her to um write something and so she did for for the purpose of um, them being satisfied and her not dying before she can get out of the house and move to Salt Lake. Um, that was her concern was her safety the whole time. And um, so he's like, why did you write that? I don't know. They told me to write that. They told me to write it just like that. They said this lawyer that they were talking to had them a- asked me to write it just like this. And he's like, well, why do you think it's so vague? Because it's vague. Because that's how the lawyer told them to tell me to write it. Well, why did you write it? I wrote it because I wanted to be safe while I had to continue living there for a couple of months. And it wasn't, he wasn't getting it through his head. So, what I'm sharing, why I'm sharing this is because the fact that this lawyer, knowing she's a victim of domestic violence, just because of the fact that I'm sitting there and she's been vetted over and over, um, he wanted her to screw up and he abused her. And you might think, oh, well, that's not domestic abuse. It's not domestic abuse. The, The domestic abuser is using him to re-victimize her, causing her stress, causing her um, emotional, whatever you want to call it. I want to say emotional destruction, but um, she did too well to actually call it that. Uh, Anyway, so abusers use third parties. They love, I mean, they adore cops. Abusers love cops because cops are the easiest thing to dupe in their book. Because let me share with you. Uh, I know I'm getting off track here just for a second, but one thing, and I think I've discussed this before, cops can't identify the victim over the perpetrator. I can, other people I know can, but they cannot. One reason for that is because 43% of them are abusers. And so that's why they can't. But um, so in this case, he literally rearranged her face and um, then went to his room, scratched his body up, called the cops. And the cops, she just went to her own room and because um, they were sleeping in different rooms by this time and arrested her. I'm not kidding you. I am not kidding you. They didn't care what she had to say. And they believed him and this happens over and over and over. So this lawyer thought, well, "I'm just going to throw this up in her face. Weren't you the one that was arrested for domestic violence?" And she goes, "No, I was arrested for blah 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 blah." Anyway, so he did absolute this lawyer did absolutely everything to upset her, to make her feel uneasy, to, to um make her say something different than what she believed um and and they're experts on this so anyway so throughout the uh, deposition she showed evidence of being nice and helpful towards her boyfriend and mother like she would say she said you know I want my money out of my house within 60 days and the mother said why don't you give him 6 months he just lost just got a new job or just lost a job well i don't know you know how abusers are they're in and out of jobs so fast your, your head's spinning but anyway so she uh said, "All right, you know, I'll give him six months. that's fine, but I, I want it after six months. I want that money after six months. Okay, okay, that's fine. They agreed to that. uh It wasn't written down in detail in that paper. well, obviously, it wasn't written down in that de- detail in the paper because that paper was being told to her what she needed to type up, so she typed up exactly what they asked. But they didn't do a really good job either. But they knew that she knew she'd be getting more money. So anyway, she asked for um, some additional monies, uh the money from the house. And so he was supposed to refinance or whatever he wanted to do. But he needed to take some money out and give her her portion for the house. Um And let me put it this way, they were living together, they were not married, so that wasn't a husband, it was an abuser. Um, After discussing and showing evidence of being physically abused by her ex on several occasions, she even had dates. Uh, Please, people, you need to put dates down, you need all of this, you need pictures, you need absolutely everything. Um, And anyway, even even despite that, um, he... This lawyer threw all that in her face Knowing she was the victim Because she had all this documentation Um, And And that If you know me you know that's my biggest pet peeve When When number one When law law enforcement can't Arrest the right person but number two uh, When Lawyers throw it in their face And her um, Lawyer is like Objecting all the way through this entire thing. Objection! Objection! This! Objection! Because of this! Objection! Because of that! Objection! Because of this. Um, anyway, so he um, with all the drama, I was surprised she did so well. With all the manipulation that this lawyer attempted, I'm surprised she did so well. But with you know us both constantly praying for her, and um, And all the the help that was given her by the Lord, it was was awesome. Um, At times she would say, I don't know the answer to that. And that was perfect. If you don't know an answer, don't answer. You say, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I don't understand the question. You can use the word, I don't know. To calm down, mellow out and, and get yourself together You don't have to just answer the first thing That comes to your mind Please keep in mind uh, That the legal system Is nothing more than a business This I did not learn until five years ago And boy howdy Have I seen that um, Ever since then It's nothing more If there is absolutely on the face of this earth No A justice in a judicial system, no justice whatsoever. So, you know, once in a while we get to see justice. That's you know, I think that's wonderful, but it doesn't happen a lot, especially in domestic violence, because the victim continues to be re-victimized by her abuser, which is usually perpetuated by law enforcement and the judicial officials. So, and and believe me, even people who haven't been arrested has said you know i was raked over the coals by um his lawyer or the judge or um family or friends or you know my lawyer i wasn't saying things right enough or or the cop still you know uh wasn't talking to me in a compassionate manner and and it just freaked me out um one of my favorites is um her this one woman's husband was arrested, and um he spent fifteen days in jail and because he was well known in that city or that county uh it went to court and she wrote a letter to the judge pleading with him to give him a tight and a tight uh, um, <laughs> why can't I think of the word now um sentence. And he gave him a very loose sentence. And um, and literally one night, she, one morning she wakes up and he's laying there next to her. She was never called when he was going to be released. He basically just served that 15 days, maybe a couple of days longer. And then he was out. And that wasn't what she understood the judge to say. What they don't understand is any anytime that person's around us, it's continued abuse. It's absolutely continued abuse. And they're going to use the judicial system to do that. She moved out. Why should she move out of her house? He shouldn't have been allowed back in. Well, you know, things are getting better. Um, our no-contact orders are... Um, Getting a little bit better But law enforcement still have a struggle At identifying who is the Perpetrator and who is not So it's re-victimization when Like what her lawyer did Is threw it back into her face After she had her face rearranged And she's a um, I can't say what her profession is Because all this isn't done But um, Anyway it was very very difficult For her It was very very difficult Um For her family and and a lot of things. She had to move completely uh, to a different uh, state. And uh, so did I. But, you know, that's what you have to do to get away from these people. Uh, They follow you around. It's horrible. And they will make your life a living hell. And they promise that. Mine promised that on numerous occasions. I'm sure hers promised that. Anyway, this was just a deposition. He was trying to gain information to use against her, which he was unable to do because one thing he had was a whole bunch of bad information um, because there's someone else with the same name as her. So uh, yeah, so he started out, you know, way below the eight ball. (laughs) He really did. He really didn't start out in a good place. But anyway, I just wanted to share this with you, and I'll tell you why because the fact that. I think it's really important that we identify where all of our um, abuses could possibly be. You recognize abuse if you've been through domestic violence. Um, uh, if you're a victim or a survivor or a thriver, you know where this has come from. And you know what it looks like. You know what abuse looks like. So look for it in different places. Your job might be um, an unsafe place for you emotionally because of bullying from your boss or from your um colleagues or you know anything yeah. like that, so watch for abuse in all places, not just in your home, not just from your ex look at in the judicial system, look at in the um in your workplace, look for it everywhere you go you'll get better at identifying it when you do that. And and you can actually help yourself become stronger when you empower yourself and say, you know what, I'm not going to tolerate that behavior. It's not acceptable to me. You will not talk to me like that. And, um, you know, and I I teach all women that. Say it to the lawyer. Say it to the officer. Say it to the judge. I don't care. It, I don't think a judge would ever talk to a woman like that, a, a victim. But it, it's possible, I guess. Um, but lawyers definitely uh, use tone of voice. Uh, the, like I said, they're trained to manipulate, trained to antagonize, trained to instigate, trained to intimidate. I, I'm sure they take classes on it. <laughs> I don't know that for a fact, but, you know, I'm sure that's like intimidation 101 that they take. But anyway, so I want you th- – this is my biggest – um thing that I want to bring forward today is I want you to look at abuse in a lot of different places the last thing I thought of was this deposition I would see so much behavioral um, shams that I was just in shock when he loaded that room when he teamed her from the beginning I thought oh my gosh we have a we're going to have a fight on our hands. And I guarantee you, he made it quite clear I was not to say a word. And I didn't. I just kept riding and riding and writing. And then after I wrote everything up, I, um, I wrote a letter to her lawyer. And I said, this is what happened. And this is how it went down. You weren't there. You could only hear, but you could not see what was happening. And so... Since this is my specialty, I thought I would just write it up and send it to you. Anyway, so I hope you can use that um, to help her in some way because she's an awesome girl. She deserves, you know, to get her her portion of whatever he owes her for sure in every aspect. Anyway, um, I want you to stay safe. I want you to take a hot bath with candles tonight and feel good. Stand up, stretch, do some grounding. We know grounding is so important. Do your I I am statements. I am great. I am beautiful. I am excited. Do your I am statements every day. I'm starting to do that. I really like it. And and then move forward in your life. Uh, don't let anything stifle you in any way. Yes, people are going to try. And this lawyer tried for her. And it didn't happen. I was so impressed with her. She uh, was absolutely amazing in this in this effort and I want to give you all a big hug and stay safe and I'll see you next week. Good night. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved. We are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry.